everybody, welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World coming to you on a Monday. And normally we do our XFL show on Monday, uh, but there is currently an XFL game on right now. Um, so we're going to push our XFL show back until tomorrow. Uh, so keep an eye out for that content if you're a fan of the XFL like me and TJ are. Um, uh, but yeah, also I should link to all of our streaming platforms so you don't have to miss us live. You can check us out over there. Today we're going to be talking about the 2023 NFL free agency. I'll give you some winners and losers, uh, some head-scratching deals, uh, best deals, best value, worst value. Uh, on the same day that Lamar Jackson has requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, it's uh, just It's been made public that he requested a trade. The trade actually got requested on the second. So that was over 20 days ago. Yeah, so yeah, he made it public that he has he has requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens. Um, we will get into that in a later episode whenever that happens to shake out. Um, we'll see what that ends up happening. Of course, I'm your, I'm your host, David On Point. I'm my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins, right there. And we're Prime Sports World, so please like, share, and subscribe. Let's get into it. What do you think so far about free agency so far, TJ? Uh, it's it's been about as expected. Uh, obviously, the Lamar Jackson. Um, the Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Dominoes haven't fallen yet. I think that's what everybody is kind of holding up on, waiting on. Usually we see more um, draft trades go down during this time period because free agency goes right into the draft. And we've only had one trade, right? That was Carolina and Chicago. Correct. I also think this has been a bunch like so we got kind of spoiled last offseason with all of the big moves oh, that were made last <laughs> offseason, right? We got the Russell Wilson trade, we got the Tyreek Hill trade, we got the Devontae Adams trade. We got all of those big moves in the offseason. Like the NFL doesn't usually work that way. And so we kind of all got accustomed to maybe we're gonna have off seasons where everything's gonna happen all the time. And we're <laughs> the only trade I think we're gonna see moving forward. Well, whatever happens with Lamar Jackson, I I, I mean, I'm not sure what's gonna happen with that situation. Um, we're gonna talk uh but you know, Aaron Rodgers is probably the only other trade we might see. We might see some draft day trades, but I don't think there's gonna be anything before the draft. Um outside of the Aaron Rodgers trade, whenever that gets done. It feels like he was on the Pat McAfee show like a month ago when he was like, yeah, I'll go to the Jets. Like we kind of figured that would be like the next day he'd be a Jet, but it's been two weeks and he's still a Green Bay Packer at the time of the recording. Uh, uh, so. Apparently, according, I, I've never seen the guy make himself out to be the victim the way Aaron Rodgers makes himself out to be the victim. A you're not like Green Bay is not doing wrong by you, bro. Like they're not. Right? They're trying to seek what they call what they deem as fair compensation for you. Like they hold all the cards. Like I don't think yeah, they, 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 they don't have to trade you. Like, <laughs> like, like one, like for one, they don't have to trade you. For two. All right, New York, you want the guy. Okay, give me your first round pick. If the Jets are saying no, we're not giving you that 13th overall pick. And if I'm Green Bay, I'm saying, all right, then you have no deal. Everybody's saying, like, well, look back when Green when 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 Brett Favre got traded there, that he got that was a third and some and some stuff. Yeah, that was also like 12 years ago. And Green and and Aaron Rodgers at this stage of his career is better than Brett Favre was at that stage in his career. So it's really apples to oranges. 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, we'll see what ends up happening. Let's talk about. Let's get into the nitty gritty here. We talk to the NFL free agency. Let's start with the winners because you know they are the winners and they should get the shine before uh, the quote unquote losers. Uh, by the way, this was actually a, a fairly difficult free agency class to find like a least favorite signing and worst value um, because I actually think teams have done a good job this offseason of spending money wisely. And I've I have very few losers. I actually have more winners this time around. By a lot, by a lot than I do have, than I do have losers. I only got a couple losers when it comes to free agency so far. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of losers either. Like, it's a lot, it's it's a lot of winners. I, I yeah. Chicago for one, Carolina has turned things around. Like seems like they got a plan by getting Adam Thielen in free agency and some yeah, other they stuff. Also, they also, yeah, Adam Thielen, Miles Sanders, Andy Dalton, Von Bell. Um, good, good I mean, Hayden Hurst, who was a good football player. Uh, yeah. Guy Tuttle, Bradley Bozeman to play center. Um, we signed him, actually. He was already a Carolina Panther. Um, I agree with you 100% on the Chicago Bears. I think they are one of the big, big winners when it comes to this free agency, Paul. Um, mm-hmm. the, the players that they have gotten should make them better already next season. Um, TJ yeah, Edwards, uh, Nate Davis, Traymond Edwards, and big Bob Tunyon. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Uh, Iberflus is actually one of the early betting favorites for um, Coach of the Year, right? Like that's that's crazy, <laughs> like considering considering how things went for this past season. But uh, you got them. Uh, who else is a winner for you? Uh, I also I also have the Atlanta Falcons on my uh, early winners list here. Uh, okay, you know, I Getting J.C. Bates the third, uh, you know, what good football player make that defense even better, especially in the back end. Uh, you pair him with A.J. Terrell, uh, who had a down uh, third season but was really good the season before. Uh, they, they've shored up this offensive line with Chris Winston resigning him. Uh, David Alimata makes, also makes the defensive line better. Uh, Caleb McCarry, another offensive player, and Taylor Heineke, backup quarterback. Um, in my opinion, if I am the Atlanta Falcons, this is where this is where Lamar Jackson should go. Like he should be, he should yeah. be an Atlanta Falcon because they can win that division this year easily. He, easily. he would be he he would he would automatically become the best quarterback in that division and not by a landslide. Like it wouldn't be close. And this is a defense that's built to win now. Um, you put Lamar Jackson in front of a decent offensive line. You know, a pretty solid offensive line there that they built over the last couple of years with some weapons. He would arguably have the best weapons he ever had than anything he had in Baltimore. Yeah, um, Drake London, Kyle Drake Pitts. London, Kyle Pitts. I mean, you you resign Amalie Zacchaeus as well. You bring him back into the fold. I mean, this would the Atlanta Falcons should Lamar Jackson should be playing for the Atlanta Falcons next year. He just should be. Um, I, there's all this talk about the Colts doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. He should be a Falcon. The Falcons yeah, the, should pull the trigger on this. The Colts, I mean, I, I, I get the Colts. He still that still would be an upgrade of weapons over what he's currently had. Um True. Michael Pittman, um uh, Alec Pierce, and the then tight end, uh the tight end they got, um uh, Lobo Cox, and then, uh, and then the other of course, guy they just drafted. Jonathan of course, Taylor, obviously. Jonathan Taylor. And then, I didn't even mention the running backs in Atlanta. I mean, they got right. you know, Cordell Patterson. I mean, Tyler Algier, uh, the kid from Ball State who was good this season. His name is totally escaping me right now. But Atlanta yeah, Falcons I, a big winner for me. I love what Atlanta did this offseason. I think another team that should be in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes is the uh, Washington Commanders. But they – for uh, like they're using their outside stuff as a as a reason to oh that's why we're not trading for Lamar Jackson because owners a new ownership may be in and, that, and I'm like dude shut up 
go I mean, get I mean, him. If, if, if you're if you're uh, if somebody wants to own it, you have a marquee player on your franchise before you even have to spend any money. Before on you, that, that that would be an go, incentive. Go get right. Go get him. And they, they and they have been fairly inactive in in free agency this season. I mean, they're rolling out. I mean, Sam Howell. This is a team that's actually on my on my losers list. Just given everything that's going on with the Commanders, like yes. for them, to, Sam Howell is going to be the starting quarterback of this team. He doesn't. He had one good game. One. Um, you know, Andrew Wiley, Nick Gates, build up that offensive line. Sure, that's fine. But this the team is has other holes on this offensive side of the football. It's not just like they, they have no quarterback that you can rely on and you know for sure it's going to be good next season. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Washington's a loser for me. I uh, I would have to throw. So my winners, Chicago, Carolina, turn things around. Uh, I had I had them written down my bad. Uh, well, I'll just jump in and save you. Hold on. So I got the 49ers. Another one is my team winners. You know, Are getting, they really? getting Javon Hargrave, I think, is a big – like you just made your defense was already incredible that much better, which is by adding that lost, one piece. But you lost Mike McGlinchey. You lost – Yeah, I, I mean, I, I yeah, is there, but they were never going to be able to keep that guy anyways. He was going to be too expensive anyways. But the fact that they were able to get Javon Hargrave on a team that's drafted really well outside of the Trey Lance situation, but they they drafted well. They've, they've moved pieces around well. Um, Javon Hargrave it was the best player in free agency, arguably, and they got him. That's that's a win. Well, he was the best player that was um, when the free agency started because, like, Washington tagged and extended Deron Payne almost immediately. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not so sure Javon Hargrave isn't a better player than, than Payne. Like it was like I, I think gonna, it's close. I think it's it's close. like it's close. It's like we're gonna tag you, and then a couple of days later, we're gonna extend you because you aren't going anywhere. Uh, if it's if, if it makes sense, I have a I have a winner slash loser in the Denver Broncos. Like they're kind of both. Like you get Mike McGlinchey, so you solidify your offensive line. You bring in a Sean Payton. Who is not gonna take that nonsense from Russell Wilson? He's gonna nip all that in the bud. And they got and, Ben Powers, another offensive guard who should be able to and they got, one. And they got Ben Powers. So like the reason I say like they're winning for Sean Payton is because because of the season Russell Wilson had, he has to listen to Sean Payton. He had like he has like Sean Payton can literally come out and say, All right, it's my way, this is how we're doing things. From here on out, and the whole team has to be like, "Yes, sir, coach. This is how we're doing things," because they were so terrible. I also had Denver as a winner. I, I didn't have them on the fence like you did, but I mean, Ben Powers, Mike Lucchini, uh, Jared Stidham, Zach Allen, who's a low key, a really sneaky signing uh, there at the defensive tackle position or defensive line, whatever you want to put them. Um, I like yeah. what Denver did a lot, actually. So the reason I had them on, on and, the and, and, and and getting Samaje P Ryan that running back is like also a good value for assigning two years seven point five million. Like, yeah, because uh, what's his name, Javante Williams. You still waiting on him to come back from the ACL, and he's not going to be the Javante Williams he was prior to him getting hurt. That's going to be the following year. The reason I had them on the fence is because you don't like you you, you shop Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and. Apparently, it took Sean Payton to come out and say, "Yeah, we're not trading those guys." That doesn't mean you didn't. That, that doesn't mean you didn't field offers. What that means is you you shocked them. You got offers. You didn't like any of them, and then you just said, "Yeah, we're not trading them." On those, on a personal note, I, I understand it's a business, and and they understand it better than me because they're there. I'm not. 
but that has that that has that probably has them feel in some type of way because I mean the, maybe, but I, I think no, 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 because like the thing, no, think about it. If, if you're Cortland Sutton and you're Jerry Judy, you get traded away from Denver. All right, who are you replacing me with? Who are you replacing me with? Think about it. Who's no, who's I, up? I mean, Tim Patrick's coming back off that ACL tear, but you know he probably won't be the same player he was. Kate, what, yeah, so, yeah, so 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 you, you got Russell Wilson throwing the uh, Tim Patrick. He's coming back. KJ Hamler, who hasn't probably, been good at all since he got drafted in the second round a couple years ago. I know he did get hurt, but yeah, he hasn't been all that good. Albert O at tight end, and you probably gonna have to draft two more receivers when you when you already had a star, like a decent wide receiver room that you just traded away. So yeah, like to me, that was stupid. Shopping like shopping I, I, those I, I, I don't necessarily I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I think if you can if you it, that's the nature of the NFL. I think that as somebody who's you know, I think they they understand. Um I have another big, big winner. I got the Detroit Lions as another big winner. Um, you know, they had some holes right at the in the in the in the defensive secondary and in the linebacker position. Um you reback you resign Alex Azzaloni, who's a good you know, high linebacker, and then you get Cam Sutton. Uh, three years, $33 million. You steal Chauncey Gordon Johnson from the Philadelphia Eagles with a one-year deal. He might be the best safety in the NFL. And then you get David Montgomery. He's a good compliment to DeAndre Swift. Um, three years, $18 million. You steal him from the Chicago Bears. I love what Detroit did so far this offseason, um, especially in free agency. I think they they hit the, they, they smashed it out of the park. And I think the bigger, the bigger W in this situation for them is – Keeping their offensive coordinator at least for this year because I fully, yeah. ex- I fully expect I got to be a head coach by this time next year. I, I agree <laughs> with you on that too, especially if the Lions' offense continues to you know leap up on the rankings. Yeah, I, I could I expect that to be a thing too. Um, but hey, I got so before we get to lose, I got two more uh, Go winners. They're both in New York. Uh, I have the New York Jets. Uh, you know, you're going to get Aaron Rodgers eventually. I think that's an automatic win. You, you kind of built some weapons around him. You know, Alan Lazard, uh, you, you basically stole a second-round pick from the Cleveland Browns. I, I, I honestly do well, not understand what Cleveland was like. Hey, yeah, we'll give you a second-round pick for Elijah Moore and a third. I, I just don't – like, Elijah Moore has already good. Like, I, I like you. Should, like Elijah Moore is not worth a second-round pick, even if you throw in a third. Like I don't, I don't understand that trade at all. Like no part of it. They're yeah, they're a winner, but at the same time, it's can we hurry the hell up on this Aaron Rodgers thing? Yeah, I'm getting. I mean, because I, I don't watch like I don't watch like you know first take or those shows. I bet they talk about Aaron that Aaron Rodgers trade and what the what the Jets are going to look like when they have him. Every I'm day. sick of it. Like, like first off, it took Dan Orlovsky to be like, yeah, can we can we just not like I'm I'm tired of it. Like, like he, this is on national TV. He's like, can we not? Like, until something happens, can we not? And because Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron, uh, Stephen A. Smith, he is on the camp of, you see what Chicago, you see what Carolina gave Chicago to get an unproven quarterback. We don't even know who they're, we don't even know what they're doing. It could, they have their pick of the litter at quarterbacks. If they go quarterback, we already know they're going quarterback, but we just have to be fun and throw that semantic out there and say, if they go quarterback, right? They gave up, they did a pick swap, a future first, a second, uh, a future second for and first, and a top 10, fringe top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. 
for an unproven commodity that will be either Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, or CJ Stroud. Aaron Rodgers can't get one first round pick. And I understand it from the Jets' point of view. Like, hey, if I do this first round pick, am I get I'm expecting you for more than just these 17 games, bro. I need at least two years out of you. So I don't just come on with it. Like if you, I understand if you're Green Bay, you want your hang up is that first round pick. I want that first round pick if I'm Green Bay. Uh, I, I want I want two first round picks. I I, I I I think it's going to be a pick swap of those first round picks, and I think that second round pick that they just got from Cleveland, that's what they'll get. And if, so they might get they they might even they might even get two second round picks. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the fact the fact that you're going to get Aaron Rodgers eventually, we're assuming. Uh, I got them as a winner. The other one is just this is one of the things that's kind of on the on this on the fence for me. It's the New mm-hmm. York Giants. And like I know, you know, they we'll talk about the Daniel Jones thing in a in a few minutes. But um, mm. I, I just you know keeping that together, like you know not having to restart from scratch again. If you had let Daniel Jones walk or like, and then you bring Saquon Barkley back, you trade for Darren Waller. I like what the Giants did so far this offseason. I think, you know, giving him some legitimate weapons. Because, I mean, Daniel Jones has never really had anyone he can really rely on at the wide receiver position. Those guys have been in and out of rotation, got injuries and whatnot, whatever. And I'd like the signing of Paris Campbell, too, who's a good football player. Um, I just, yeah, I just like what the Giants did. I just, I think it's a, they did a solid job. Um, you know, like seriously, like the most consistent weapon Daniel Jones can say he's had is probably who? Darius Slayton? Probably, yeah. Probably. Yeah. And, I mean, you add Aaron, Darren Waller on there. I mean, you add Paris Campbell. Like, that's a pretty solid haul. And I know the, the money for Daniel Jones is a little absurd. Um, but I will talk. We'll get to it here later. But keeping that group together, I think, was important. Uh, if the Giants are going to continue to move forward, if they're going to continue to be successful, I don't think putting a new quarterback in that scenario would have been good for this franchise. No. it was. It's, it's a – I, 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 I would have personally franchise tagged him. I wouldn't have given him the money that they gave him. Uh, I would have been like, yeah, you had one good season. Do it again. And then, and then yeah, you deserve the money if you do it again. But, I, I, yeah, we'll get to it. Well, no, I, uh, said, that all the time. I said that all the time. My, so I, we, all, I stole it from you. <laughs> are we Are we on losers now? Are we on losers? We're going swinging over into the losers. I'm sure you want to get one out of the way. Uh, yeah, one, one loser. Um, the Eagles, that's, I mean, but that's what happens when you go to the Super Bowl, right? When the, if you're the winning team, if you're the losing team, you get poached, all right? You, you, we thought you lost Darius Slade, but you pulled the okie doke on him. You cut him just to re-sign him. You lost CJ, <laughs> you lost CJ Gardner Johnson. You lost Javon Hargrave. Uh, who else did they lose? I mean, Robert Quinn hasn't signed with anybody yet, but they're going to lose him. They can't possibly keep to save him. Yeah, uh, T.J. Edwards is not. T.J. Edwards is not. Lost T.J. Right, you lost T.J. Edwards, so it's and they lost Gardner Minshew. You know, for what that's worth. For what it's worth, like we thought you were going to lose Jason Kelsey, but I legit think this is it. Like this, I think, so like, I think this is it for Jason Kelsey. Cincinnati's a loser. You lost both your safeties. You lost both of them. Both of them, and you lost your tight end, and you got a GM already crying broke. Like he, like Iris, like he 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 tagged and extended. What's his name? T Higgins. Talking about some T Higgins ain't going nowhere. Then then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna need you stop bitching, stop moaning about you ain't got no money, because that man coming down the line, he uh, it ain't next year. It ain't. I, this, think, it might, ain't I, I think it might be next year. Where is whatever that no, money's gonna be. 
I'm gonna say like it ain't next year, it ain't two years from now. It is now. Like the Joe Burrow extension talks talk, start now. Yeah. Like so. So of of so of their notable free agents, they've lost the Eagles. They've lost Javon Hargrave, Andre Dillard, a swing tackle, uh, Miles Sanders, I, Isaiah uh, Somalia. He's a guard. He's in the, he's on the steel. T.J. Edwards, Marcus Epps. Uh, Kaiser White, Marcus Mariota, Marcus Mariota, oh no, uh, Chancey Gardner Johnson, um, Gardner Minshew, Sack Pascal. Uh, they, yeah, they've lost a bunch of players uh, that were contributors to the season with the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, like that's, and that's what happens when you, when you get. And I, I also agree with you on the Cincinnati Bengals. So losing Samaj P. Ryan, uh, having to deal with all of the Joe Mixon drama during the offseason, too. I know he didn't get charged or anything, but I, I'm sure that wasn't. My front office was like, yeah, I can't wait for this to go away. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know if you, I don't even know if you heard the story. Like, what, what happened with Joe Mixon? But <laughs> No, I, I don't know if I want to hear it. I really don't, but it's, it's something that they have to deal with. Yeah, um, it, 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 he he ended up not getting charged with anything, I guess. So, so there were like some kids fighting with some nerf nerf guns near his house, and somebody came out of his house and fired a gun and hit a kid. And, uh, as long as well, <laughs> so here's the, thing, here's the thing: that's he's only in trouble because it was his house. Oh, 100 percent. Like he, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't him. He wasn't home. He wasn't involved. Right. He, was he so, so boom. There. There you go. It wasn't him. He wasn't home, and he wasn't involved. What if I'm if I'm Joe Mixon? But, what but the they, 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 they didn't they didn't know that at first. Like they were investigating. Like, like his name was he was investigated because it came from his house. It wasn't until the, like later later like later research and they found out. Oh yeah, he was. But he at the same but at the same time, if I'm not I'm not involved. I'm not home. Like and I'm not involved. Like why the hell am I being investigated in the first place? Like, again, we, again, they they did not know he wasn't home when they first started the investigation. They just know I'm, it came okay, from Joe Mixon. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure Joe Joe Mixon has ring security and all that other stuff on his house. Pretty yeah. sure he has that. 100%. So if I'm a police officer and I'm investigating this, you know what I do? Hey, I need all security footage from this day, from this time to this time. And I'm going to be, if I'm a cop, I'm going to be like, oh, Joe Mixon's not there. I can't bother Joe Mixon with this anymore. Boom. I so yeah, I think that's what ended up happening. And yeah, his name got cleared. Um, somebody may have gotten charged with something. I think it might have been his sister or something. I don't know. Just a, it was just one of those weird off-season stories that like was just a circulating around the internet. So um, I cannot believe you didn't mention this when you did your loser. I got the Ravens as my loser, man. I, oh yeah, of course. I think that goes without being said. Honestly, you know, like, it, yeah, sometimes it needs to be said because Baltimore, whatever you, whatever you're doing this offseason is not working out for you. Like, first of all, I don't think they've even signed a player this offseason. Um, and then this Lamar Jackson stuff, like, just. Like he's been the best quarterback. He won an MVP like not that long ago. Like they have literally, so they have literally only they got Nelson Aguilar. They got Justice Hill, who they resigned. They've lost. They got Geno Stone as a safety, who they resigned. They've lost all of their other free agents. Everybody else, Calais Campbell. Yeah, Calais Campbell's gone, and the, whatever they're doing with Lamar Jackson, it's just not working out for them. Like I, I don't like that. Like that. So that like two minute, two minutes before Harbaugh. 
is set to go on his press give his press conference at whatever meeting they're at right now. It, it has he, made public knowledge that back on March second, yeah, yeah, March and, and, he, and he gets bombarded with questions like about a tweet that he hasn't seen yet because he just Lamar Jackson is just so savvy. He's like, I'm just gonna wait and wait. I'm gonna wait until I know he's gonna be at the podium, and I'm just gonna drop this tweet <laughs> and just deal with it, man. Like. Figure it out. Like you build, you build your whole team around Lamar Jackson. Then you don't want to pay him. It just doesn't. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's just stupid. Uh, they are they are probably my biggest loser for real. Because if they don't get Lamar Jackson back, if he doesn't end up signing there or he goes anywhere else, they're gonna be the worst team in the NFL next year. No, yeah. no question. Period. Yeah, and, and, and if you're and if you're a Cleveland Browns fan or Cincinnati Bengals or a Steelers fan, you gotta be you gotta be happy as a clam that Baltimore's imploding in front of your very eyes. Uh, and if you're a Cincinnati fan, you got to be like, hey, thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. Whew. Uh, but, yeah, like that's – I mean, okay, this is bad business on both parts. This is bad business on – all right, so the number that everybody keeps hanging up on is – what was it? $133 million yeah. guaranteed. What is left out of that is – it's a three. It was a three-year deal, at one hundred and thirty-three and a half million guaranteed, which puts him at like forty-four, forty, like forty-four, maybe forty-four, forty-four and a half mil a year, and he would be a free agent in th- again, in three years. So you signed this deal. You signed that deal. That would make you the second highest paid quarterback behind um, either or, him or Deshaun Watson, one of those guys, or, or, or Pat, Russell Wilson, maybe. And like so, like yeah, like you would be up there with with him, with Pat Mahomes, Deshaun. Like yeah, you would be there. So obviously, if you're if you're Lamar Jackson, you're not happy on two fronts: the years. And well, the guarantee. I, I, I actually, I actually not totally sure the years is really a problem because think about what the NFL quarterback market's going to be like three years from now. If you stay healthy and you're able to become a free agent three years from now, you'll be able to. Your next contract is going to be absurd. Like forty-four million will be like the bottom level of it. You can probably talking about like making sixty million dollars a year in three years from now. So, yeah, so I'm not necessarily sure the years is the problem. I, I think that it's the, it's it's just a disrespect from Baltimore. Like if I was Lamar Jackson, I'm like I won an MVP. I took you guys to the playoffs every year. I was healthy. Like I I shouldn't have to be treated like this. Like I'm I'm an MVP. Like give me my give me the money I think I deserve. And if I, I'm Lamar Jackson, I, I'm not I'm not playing on the franchise tag. You're either gonna trade me somewhere else. I'm not showing you, up. You're either trading me somewhere else or I'm not playing next season. So. Um, they're big sure. losers. I, I don't understand what what they're doing and why they would alienate a guy who's been so productive for them. Um, and uh, again, again, this is this is inevitably the Cleveland Browns' fault because you pay the guy and Deshaun Watson two hundred and fifty million, and he's coming off of 26, 28 sexual assault allegations. Like Lamar Jackson, not only can not only can Lamar Jackson say. I was a former MVP. You know what else you can say? Yo, I'm squeaky clean off the field. You ain't got to worry about me getting in trouble. I have I, I haven't been in any kind of trouble. And on top of it, so like is is that's the disrespect. You brought this up a while ago. They traded for Roquan Smith and paid him. <laughs> right away. 
So right uh, away. You know, and Roquan Smith had his own share of, you know, when he joined the Bears. I got a couple other losers, too, besides the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Chargers, uh, you know, staying in the AFC West. Um, you know, Kansas City losing, you know, Orlando Brown Jr. is a big loss. Uh, I know they re-signed Jawan Taylor, but he's not even close to the player that – um, Orlando Brown Jr. is. Uh, also, you lost Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, he was important to the run that you guys made last season to the, to the championship. Uh, he's not going to be easy to replace, even if you think Sky Moore is going to take a step forward. Mikel Hardman is now no longer there either, um, even though he was hurt for majority of last season. I no. think uh, MVS is also a free agent. He probably will not be returning. Um, Kansas City, I just the players that they've lost, I think are going to be a little crippling. I think they'll be fine as long as they have Mahomes. Um, but and and they and they uh, cut Frank Clark too and didn't replace him with anybody. So, you know, uh, Sky Moore is not the he's not the the receiver that Juju is. Like just, but what I mean by this, like it's just like different body types. Like Juju is a yeah. big he's a he's a big body receiver. Sky Moore is a shift. Like Sky Moore is a slot guy, and and Sky Moore is a col- like he's a college receiver one. Like because he was that at Western Michigan. Like he's a like he's a number one in college. He come to he goes to the NFL. He's yeah, he's a two slash three. I mean, uh, Jerry McKinnon. They still haven't resigned him. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so quick to let him walk. Um, yeah, so I just think that that situation is not exactly ideal. Also, the Chargers a little bit just due to basically inactivity on this part of the Chargers. Uh, you know, your big your big free agency splash this so far offseason has been Eric Kendricks. Uh, coming off a down season for the Vikings, but he does shore up that run defense a little bit. Uh, and then he did resign Donald Parham, but you know, pretty inactive for the Chargers. I would, I would have to throw the Cardinals in that loser slot either for the same reason inactivity. You haven't replaced Chandler Jones, you haven't replaced JJ Watt. DeAndre Hopkins was being shopped. It's it's chaos. Yeah, so they, they, they've re signed Will Hernandez, they've re signed Calvin Beecham, and they've they poached Zach Pascal from the Philadelphia Eagles. That's all they've done so far this offseason. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, right. And uh, uh, and, and then my <laughs> final my final loser is the Green Bay Packers. Um, sh- yes, you're going to get draft compensation for Aaron Rodgers, but anytime you're losing a guy, a guy who's a generational player doesn't want to play in your franchise anymore. Uh, you have you have to take the L on that. You just do. No, no, right. So first off, first off, I wholeheartedly disagree with you on that one. They're a winner. No, no, they're, they're a winner in my book because fine. It, and, and the only thing they're a loser on is the amount of time it took for them to be like, you know what, Aaron, tired of your nonsense. I'm out. Done. Bye. Right. I mean, That's he, what they're he, a loser. He, he's got to go back on another darkness retreat in order to get this trade done. That like that's that's where they're the loser on. Like if I'm Green Bay and I'm just I'm tired of this, dude. Like every year for the past five years. That's how fuck is I don't know if I I don't know if I'm coming back. It's it's not up to me. Yes it is. <laughs> it's one hundred percent up to you. Like so if I'm and like why do you think they drafted Jordan Love? Like not outside of them prepping for the future but them like they get tired of I, I if they want me back I'll be back it's it's not up to me you know I'm I'm like I don't know what's going to happen it's like all right if you're talking like that you know what hey Jordan Love let's go 
100 percent uh let's move over from biggest winners and losers let's talk about just best value um but, so i have one guy i think so far for best value uh, i actually think it's the contract that baker mayfield signed with the tampa bay buccaneers one year 8.5 million dollars um, he at least studies the ship for at least this one season uh, i actually think that's pretty good value for a well, starting caliber starting how? caliber quarterback how steady of a ship do you I mean, think I, that's gonna be? I mean, it's, got, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a st- super steady ship, but you can at least keep the sh- keep the. I don't know, man. I he'll keep I, the lifeboats oh, ready to go. I, I, I just, like this. this I, I just think that I just think that's decent money for Baker Mayfield. I just this I is a dude who this is a dude who couldn't get it together with Baker uh, with with Odell and Jarvis Landry th- to throw to. With I, mean, he have, he, he, I mean, he did have – like, he seems to have one good season, and he was solid as a member of the Los Angeles Rams at the end of the season. He was solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we're going to highlight that one good game he had against the Rams. Yeah, or the Raiders. Or the, or, uh, uh, the Raiders. Yeah, you know what I meant. Like, we're going to highlight that one game against the Raiders. I, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, one year, $8.5 million for a starting caliber quarterback is not bad value. No, I, my best value is probably, and I'm, I might be a little biased here, but it's DJ Moore. You get a receiver who's, what, 24, 25, still on it. Like, he got, like, what, two years left on this deal? Maybe, yeah, he got two years left on this deal. You catching him right in his prime? Yeah, let's, and, and I don't think Ryan, I don't think Ryan Pauls is going to mess this up and not re-sign him. Uh, DJ Moore turns 26. Turns uh, 26. Next month, so he's still yeah, still young. Yeah, he's still and he's yeah, he's he still got years left on this current deal, so we don't have to worry about an extension at least not right now. Like, but it's gonna happen. Just hold on. Like all the all the key players on the Bears are like twenty eight years old or younger. Uh, so he's under contract until twenty twenty five. So he's got he's got this season, next season, and the season after that. Uh, with uh, well, they could potentially get out of his contract um, next off season, but I, I don't think they'll do that. Um, he's got a, he's got a $15 million in 2024, 14 million in 2025. He's a free agent in 2026 when he'll be 29 years old. Yeah. That's a great time to be a free agent. Cause I think DK Metcalf is a free agent that during that time too, around that time too. Oh uh, yeah. But it's, it's, it's DJ Moore for me. I'm also, I'm also going to say Geno Smith, uh, just because of the way this contract is structured, uh, Seattle Seahawks <laughs> did a very good job of building this contract. I think they could basically have his contract only partially guaranteed um, for the season after next. Uh, so they could basically walk away from him uh, this offseason, next offseason if they wanted to, and not be totally hamstrung by his contract. Uh, that's pretty good value there. On the other side of the coin, the worst value so far in free agency. It's got to be Daniel Jones, right? It's got to be, right? It's got to be. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I, uh, this, is, this is why the Baker Mayfield contract, in my opinion, is such good value, right? Because you're, only, you're getting a starting quarterback who's had been better than Daniel Jones, right? You would give me that at least. Um, he's only $8.5 $8. million. You pay, you, you gave Daniel Jones $40 million over four years, four years, four, $160 million. He's going to be like the, like the 10th highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Uh, he's had one, he's had one, he's had one year where he one was even year. productive. Like one he was year. a productive player for one season and you're going to pay him $40 million for the next 
five years, four years. It's like imagine if he like yeah, imagine if he does regress, right? Imagine if that regression or, maybe, or, or if he just plays how he's played for the majority of his career. So what was it? Um what was it? I think him and him and Justin Fields threw the same number of touchdown passes. They both threw seventeen touchdowns. Yeah. Am I right? They both threw seven like and seventeen touchdowns and the playoff appearance, might I add, will get you forty million dollars, young quarterbacks yep. out there. Just <laughs> you only, yeah, you only have to be good for one year if you want to get forty. Just make sure it's the contract year. Uh, yeah, he, he threw fifteen touchdowns to five interceptions. He only threw for thirty-two hundred yards. Oh my god! I really? Just, yeah, dude. Of course, four years, one hundred sixty. This, this is this is the worst value in fantasy so far. Like, I don't. I, if I was the New York Giants, I know they had. I, they must not have been able to come to terms with Saquon Barkley with an extension on him. There's no chance in hell I would have given him <laughs> Daniel Jones this contract. I would have franchise tagged Daniel Jones. And I would have figured it out, Saquon Barkley. I this is this is a vast overpayment. It's gonna look if it if it doesn't work out, it's gonna look terrible. It's potentially terrible. even next season. This is one of those this is career defining for the GM. Not the, not Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones ain't did Daniel Jones did what he was supposed to do. Daniel yeah. Jones Daniel Jones signed the dotted line. <laughs> Daniel I mean, Jones <laughs> Daniel Jones ain't finna be like, uh wait, you sure you wanna offer me that? Like, I I'm not I'm not worth that, man. Come on. Come on, what's right, uh, what, what's the real offer? I, what, what, like, what, come on, where's the where's the one year? Where's the where's the tag? Where's the tag? Like where's the like yo, Daniel Jones did what he was supposed to do. Daniel Jones walked in, he's with his agent, he saw the offer sheet, didn't hesitate. And got out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's got that's the worst value for me. And then he's also my head scratching one too. Uh, I know it seems terrible to double up. I'm just gonna triple up on Daniel Jones. Uh, he's my least favorite signing, and it's my most head scratching, and it's the worst value. I I just don't understand this Daniel Jones contract whatsoever. Uh, like, there's nothing in me. There's nothing I watched in him that thinks he should be worth forty million dollars. It's your worst value, head scratching, and least favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I tell you, dude. I was looking. At, I was like looking through contracts to see if I could pick a different one to go, like, because they want to have the same one over and over again. But I, I couldn't. So, like, I, I looked at all the money that people got. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I don't, I don't mind that. The Daniel Jones contract makes zero sense whatsoever. I don't, I don't get it. I don't like it. I, it it's going to be. It could potentially hamstring the Giants for the next four years at least. If that, if he doesn't play well, they're screwed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, yeah. That's my. I think my worst. I think my worst is no. I'm gonna say that for my head scratching. Like it's not. Uh, a, we're, we're we're on that one right now. Head scratching. So it's. Uh, I I agree with you on the Daniel Jones, but to not to not to pile on to it because I don't know what more can be said after what you just said. It's definitely Elijah Moore to Cleveland. Like that, just it's like uh, man, man I, uh, that's another one. <laughs> it's like, are you sure? Like that's that's the move you you want to make. Like that's the that's that's the move you want to make. Like are like are you positive about that? Like wow. I remember when I brought him up, like, I think it was him and Denzel Mims, they requested trades, and you were like, okay, first off, who are they to, re- to be requesting anything? 
And I'm like, I don't think that's the point. <laughs> like, 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 that's not the point. <laughs> I, I, I mean, Elijah Moore has had 900 receiving yards in two seasons. He's had 80 catches in two years. He's had six touchdowns. He regressed from year one to year two. I, I, I just don't understand. He, and he, he had, so he played more games this season and was less productive. So, he, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just like I, 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 like I'm Cleveland. I just don't like second round pick. Like no way. Like I'm like like I know you want to get another compliment wide receiver to Amari Cooper, and that's kind of what you've been doing since you've been looking for someone to replace um, wh- whoever you had before that drivers Landry, I guess. But like this is not the move. I, I wouldn't have given up a second round pick. I, I just don't think he's worth that. I just uh, yeah, it's it's pretty scratching for me too. Yeah. Uh- I, I, well, I'm I'm reading this. Oh, there we go. Um, it's this, this is just a personal. This is just this is just something personal for me. Um, so Cooper Rush resigned with the Dallas Cowboys, right? But what's his name? Skip Bayless swears up and down that teams are gonna make Cooper Rush their starting quarterback. I'm like, dude, no one on God's green earth. Was gonna make Cooper effing Rush their starting quarterback. <laughs> no, like I, I, I don't know who I, I legit want to know. Like, who are your sources? Where are you hearing that from? Because the only place Cooper Rush can play is right where he's at. <laughs> yeah, so like you, you go on thinking he's better than that Prescott. You think that you go on, keep thinking that, and the Dallas Cowboys are going to go into year 29 because I'm 29 years old. And the last time the Cowboys made the NFC championship was literally the year I was born. And so, yeah, Cowboy fans, you want to blame somebody? Blame me. I will take pride in that. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so, we're on a positive show here. Let's just so let's end this with our favorite signing so far. Uh, what has been your favorite signing so far uh, this free agency cycle? Is it pretty much done? Uh, the only thing really left to do is Lamar Jackson, really. Yeah, it's it's, it's Lamar and the Aaron Rodgers domino. Like we we got to. Yeah, I mean, like, don't, like don't, no, seriously, like, those are the two. That's what's called. I, I think I didn't think the DeAndre Hopkins domino. I think it's something else that's going to fall between now and the draft, or during the draft potentially as well. Um, but yeah, what's your favorite signing so far? So low key, my favorite signing so far is oddly enough, it's Derek Carr in New Orleans. He's out of that toxic hellhole that is the Vegas Raiders. He's in a situation where hopefully he he can finally know what it feels like to be appreciated. He's had two coaches, uh, but uh, his last two coaches with that organization. Never embraced him, never put their arms around him, never said, This is my guy. And as a quarterback, and like that has to that has to feel some type of way. You had Raider fans out there off of one game thinking Jared Stidham was better than Derek Carr. And it's like in in, in what world? Like again, this was this guy was a couple plays away. From winning AFC AFC Offensive Player of the Year until he broke his leg. Yeah. 
I mean, he might he might even won the MVP that season too. I mean, he doesn't break his leg. He he hey, he would have been he would have been in the running. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think I, I, yeah, I like the Derek Carr, Derek Carr signing as well. I also like some of the other stuff that New Orleans did as well. I mean, getting a pick for Sean Payton, uh, the Jamal Williams signing, I think is a really nice compliment to Elvin Kamara. Uh, but my favorite signing actually is Orlando Brown Jr. going to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, the contract number is not as egregious as it could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they address a major need is that offensive line. Joe Burrow is still getting hit way a too lot. much. Way too much for a guy who's supposed to be, going to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL this upcoming next offseason, probably. Um, he's he's everything, well, everything. I mean, and then you got an offensive tackle, four years, $64 million. This is like Orlando Brown Jr. is my favorite signing so far. Which is crazy because like, he took less money to go there because the bag he could have gotten in KC was way bigger. And I mean, but it's it's a give and take league, right? You, you trade for Orlando Brown Jr., then your other starting left tackle, uh, what's his name, Jonah. So Jonah Williams, he requests a trade out of Cincinnati because it's 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 kind of so it's 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 weird. It's not weird. It's it's like a full circle for Orlando Brown, right? You get drafted by Baltimore, but Baltimore has Ronnie Staley. Ronnie Staley's not being like he's not going anywhere. Especially they just they just extended him like right before that. So if if you're Orlando Brown Jr., you've pretty much been a left tackle your whole career up until you go to Baltimore and they make you a left tackle, but you understand the, the semantics of the game, right? Tackles don't get paid like left tackles get paid. So you get traded to KC and you get a bag and you you're doing to Jonah Williams, what the Baltimore Ravens did to you in a, in like in, in a way. But yeah, I personally really like that signing. I also really like the Chauncey Gardner Johnson signing going to the Detroit Lions. It's probably one of my favorites too. Um, yeah, I, I think there's been some really like money. Money's been well spent this offseason. Like it wasn't like a couple of seasons, like outside of the Daniel Jones thing, obviously. Uh, but I feel like money's been well spent this offseason for sure, so far. Yeah. So if back to Detroit, like them getting C.J. Gardner Johnson, they also got Emmanuel Mosley from what was it, San Francisco? San Francisco. Yep. So and Cameron Sutton, I forgot where they got him from. Where they get him from? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. So if you're if you're Detroit, that's just that just changes your draft board almost completely, right? So I'm not so sure. I think they still need to address the cornerback position, but you can go somewhere else if you wanted to. Like it's no, not like it's, it's not as pressing a need as it was before. Oh no, year. that that sixth overall pick, yeah, that's a trade chip. That's a yeah, that's a yeah. that is a yeah. huge trade chip. I don't, I don't even know if I want that pick anymore. I'm being facetious, like I'm up, but I'm just saying if I get <laughs> if I if I get an offer for it, like, hey man, like, um, if I'm like, because where are they at six? They at six, right? Correct, six. So like, if hey somebody, hey, I want that sixth overall pick. I right, what you want? Like, I want your sixth overall pick. Okay, what are you giving me? Well, I think, the, I think the Lions were always a candidate to trade down even before this. Like, I think the the cornerback is so deep in this draft class that you could have traded back a little bit and still gotten a good guy. Like, I'm, you know, I don't really know who would be trading up, the commanders maybe. If, if you trade up with the commanders, let's say they move up to six, which I don't think will be good enough to get a quarterback. So I don't know if that would be a whole lot of – I don't know if that would be effective enough for the commanders. Uh, but if let's say that happens, you could still end up with Joey Porter Jr., if you still wanted to take a corner, 
at that point. Yeah, that makes sense. So, but yeah, that's been our NFL free agency recap. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, tomorrow's episode of the Prime will be breaking down Week Six of the XFL as we had some very good games uh, this weekend, and we did have some blowouts as you know we find out who the teams are. Uh, we yeah, got a blowout. Go- we got a bit of a blowout right now because DC is literally taking Houston to the woodshed right now. It's twenty-three to eight. Uh, and, so I, when I when I turned that game off, it was eight to three. So I guess it's gotten bad since I uh, turned it yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Houston, Houston's undiscipline is clearly showing. Wade Phillips is taking his headset off like every <laughs> it's like every other play. <laughs> He's just like I don't want the mic to pick up what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, we'll be breaking that down tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that content. I'm uh, David Huffman right there. Is my co-host Mr. T.J. Hopkins and T.J. What do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat, and if you have any bet slips on the Philly uh, Denver Nuggets game, you might want to change them because James Harden is not playing tonight either. There we go. We heard it here first. Breaking news from TJ Hopkins. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. Please like, share, and subscribe. You all have a good night. Stay safe out there, TJ. See you, man. Peace out, brother.